Who the fuck do you think you are coming in here talking to me like this? Why don't you get the fuck out of here? Okay, boy, listeners, welcome back to the Satriars Pod Store, your one-stop shop for all things Sopranos. It's your host, Sam Boy. And this week, we're reviewing Season 1, uh, Episode... Oh, oh fuck. <laughs> is it 10? Fuck. Yeah, 10, mate. <laughs> episode 10. A hit is a hit. Uh, as always, joining me to discuss the life and times of the Soprano crime family is Blue. How are you, Blue? Hey, Kapitan. Hello, listeners. Uh, episode 10. We're, um, yeah, we're getting through this now. Three, three it... away, mate. Three away from the... Three away, uh, yes. So we're coming tonight. to the pointy end of the season. Um, so, you know, hopefully this uh, episode is very <laughs> intriguing and uh, um, entertaining. Bow, bow. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here, okay, listen, listen. It's not a personal favourite of mine, only because um, it has a very boring subplot with a gangster rap aspect. But it does have a few things going for it. Well, number one, the opening scene when they uh, they go to they're in the um, the moving outfits and they go into that apartment with the open so well done that oh so good the Dominicans yeah. or whatever the fuck they are yeah the drug dealer shit drug yeah. dealers or the, yeah. And they go into that apartment and they just see cash. We're talking millions of cash. Paulie, uh, Pussy, and Chrissy. And Chrissy just, uh, Paulie just blows off one of the gangsters' heads as a sign of, you've been told twice to stay the fuck out of Newark. Yeah. Um, so, there. So, you know that the, the, the family is coming to a major cash hole of a couple mil. All right, cool. No worries. Very good. Very good mafioso gangster opening sequence. However, it goes downhill from there. I'll give it. Now, there's a little scene after that where they go to the hotel room. I'll give them that one. So the first, <laughs> okay. when they're with the with the the hoos, the hoos, um, the hoos, and Chrissy's rocking his fucking gold chain, hmm. that still still had me. It still gets you. It still hmm. takes you on a good, hmm. you know. And then I think that's where it starts to go down. All right. Well, there's a whole subplot with Tony's trying to be. Uh, he's trying to level jump with his friendship with Doctor Cusimano, and he gives him that the whole cigars and saying to thank you for referring him to uh, Melfi. And he, they sort of hang out in this episode because they want to. They want to show Tony trying to be a bit more high society because he lives in a nice neighborhood full of doctors and lawyers. That he's trying to mingle a bit with the neighbors. But that's not happening, and to me, that's so so disinteresting. Yeah, I don't what know. Is, yeah, I don't is, know why. why sorry, would God. sorry, cut you off. Why would like Tony be interested in, in the whole, you know, Anglo-American like rule, high society white American life? Fuck, mate. You know what I mean? <laughs> he would not give a fuck. So yeah, so that's where it is. It doesn't loses me. I don't get it. Um, well, you're not the only one, mate, because it's not, it's not, yeah, I don't know. I mean, look, we gave last episode a bit of shit because it was, we found that to be a bit boring, but look, we're not saying, look, we love The Sopranos, right? Don't get us wrong. We're just saying in the context of the fucking six seasons, 
Yeah. This you can't just come out, oh, Sopranos, this is a good episode because no, Sopranos. Yeah. Oh, next yeah. episode's good because it's got Tony Soprano winner. And the next one's good because there's a Soprano winner. Oh. A bit realistic. Oh, We've got to be a bit realistic here. In the, in the scope of Sopranos, this is on the lower end of the scope, but Sopranos benchmark is still higher than any other fucking TV show. I'll give you that much. Yeah. I'd rather watch this episode than fucking... Then Big Bang Theory. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? So get off my fucking ass about it. Look, we just you just you're just trying to be a bit of an honest critique about these episodes. Yeah. I will say though this blue. Yes. When, uh, Chrissy is in the hamburger <sighs> stall or whatever, hamburger shop. Yeah. Fast food shop. And you just see fucking Adriana. You have, talk, you have to talk about her again because Oh my god. Rocking that red tight dress. She, have, you, have, you seen anything, have you seen anything like it in your life? Okay. <laughs> Fuck. She is smoking. She's so good, man. Like, she's... Because she's not even... Good. Yeah, like, she's not... She hasn't got all, like, caked-on makeup. She's actually just a bit, like, in this scene. She hasn't got caked-up makeup. She's got these fucking drizzle nails. Mm. Rocking, like, the pin. The pins are just fucking knocking. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, it's funny. And it's funny how Chrissy's just been super racist with all the black people. He does not give a fuck. <laughs> what does he say? Jig- like, he just says crazy shit. Um, and they have the, um, I guess the, I don't know, the rapper at the front of the queue. He's having holding court. Mm-hmm. But what what I fucking find hard to believe in this world of, in this storyline is that people wouldn't know who, like, people wouldn't know Chrissy's connected, right? Off the bat, would they? I mean, the no, whole point they, of being yeah, yeah. is that you're undercover, mate. You know, you don't say shit. But the cop told him, though, that's why. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah, the cop pulls the massive genius aside, or one of, the, uh, one of his associates and says, yeah, he's connected with the Soprano crew. But would a cop know that? Uh, uh, he would know, because he'd know someone in his district. You know, he'd know who's who in that district if the... Yeah, I think he would. He would know. Mm, fair enough. Because don't forget, he'd probably he might be getting paid off, like by someone, not necessarily Chrissy, but someone that Chrissy knows, like you know. But then you got to know that Hesh is part of the Soprano crew. Like that's a lot of a lot of fucking. Oh, I don't want to pull, mate. You know what I mean? Yeah, but they're, they're not saying that. No, no. Oh, yes, I know what you're saying. But how do you that is a jobs? that is a long string, yeah. Because that's the only reason why they invite him. Yes, I mean, yes. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, how would yeah, how would the yeah how would that gangster rap crew know that? Yeah. Hesh is yeah okay. Mm. Like it's a I don't know I mean unless he's just I don't know it's just weird I mean it's very opportunistic and um circumstantial um for that or coincidental you know what I mean a bit too coincidental yeah. for yeah. Sopranos anyway yeah. To be such a loose end, that's just convenience. <laughs> like, just happen to be at the same sort of KFC. <laughs> All right, fair enough. Fair enough. But I will say, though, they did a good job on Adriana because her makeup and her outfit is on point. On point. Oh, yeah. And what makes no sense is that the guy will be at the KFC, but then he's having a party at his house. Like, what are you doing at the KFC if there's a party at your house? But I guess maybe he just lives that way. People are always at his house. I don't know. Mm. Maybe I'm just thinking too much into this. <laughs> we got to think about something about this. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. It's it's a, it's a loose. It's a shitty plot. It's a yeah. 
yeah, it's not it's not great. Um, so then, and when he's at the house, he learns about the Hesh deal and bra rah He shows him some guns. Cool. They sort of bonds, and there's a kinship sort of developing about how they do the thing. But what I really love is the his purple hat. Home. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, the scene with the Adriana <laughs> to get home. Come <laughs> on, she's just smoke. She is like impossibly hot. Her rig is ridiculous. Oh, I, I can't praise. I can't praise her enough, man. She's just too good. Yeah, she's very nice. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah. Oh, look, well, what, can, what can I say about you? Know, I, I have no speech. I can't, <laughs> I can't, I'm only going to repeat what you're saying. So. Yeah. Um, what else? Not much really happens. Um, so I guess they start talking about, like, you know, Bon Jovi and who's a hit and, like, what the music industry and how Martha used to run the music industry. And then Chris is sort of maybe getting ideas about how this could potentially be a revenue stream for him, I guess, to earn mm. by managing some acts. But what he doesn't realize is that back in the day, the mafia didn't really run the min- the music industry. Do you want to, do you want a little bit of a history lesson or what? It, look, it's got to be better than fucking that right. that fucking cunt's purple hat, man. All right. So, so the mafia owned nightclubs, right? And they owned um uh um. I guess, yeah, nightclubs. Um, some of them had record labels, don't get me wrong. But for the most part, they had nightclubs. And back in the day, to get acts to play in a nightclub, you had to pay off a fucking, the owner, to get your act in the door, right? So, if you wanted to go to the Coco Cabana or whatever, with your act, or your whatever, to sing, or to do whatever you want to do, to tell comedy or whatever... You had to pay someone. Now, usually they involve paying someone who was connected to get you a meeting. So you have to pay, you have to grease some palms, and then that's how, that's what that's what happened, right? You got in the door, okay? So in a way, you could kind of tax people that way by facilitating meetings with people, getting them in, like getting them into the New York scene. You know what I mean? Mm. But fundamentally, the record labels owned. Um, the talent, right? Yeah. So it's like in the 50s and 60s or whatever when fucking D. Martin was floating about, if you sign a contract with a record label, they would own the, own you and you get a record deal and they'd pay you your wage and they, they would get the royalties from the song because they owned all the property, that all the songs that you produced, right? The mafia had nothing to do with it mm-hmm. for the most part. Yeah. But say you couldn't stand your record label. Say you wanted a better deal. Say you wanted to renegotiate. Well, then you go fucking you go call up some greaseball to do the renegotiation for you, right? You who go who go lean on the producer, go lean on the fucking record label to get you out of the contract. Mm. That's all the influence was. They didn't ever they weren't ever in the industry, so so to speak. Yeah, um, so like, similar, like, it, it's similar to like is oh, correct me if I'm wrong. The God like the Godfather's little storyline. Yeah, yeah. So I think I'm not, yeah. look, I'm not sure if that is based on Frank Sinatra. I'm not. Yeah, sure. okay. Or yeah. someone, but um, but that that story in that. Yeah, yeah. he just leveraged oh. off some friends he knew to get him out of a con- shitty contract. Because this is a story that even this is one that Michael Corleone explains to. Yeah, he said either your your signature or your, or your brains are going to be on this contract. That's yeah. right. Yeah. So and yep. that's what they did. They just leveraged off people to get them out of situations like and extortion. Like, yeah. Okay. And then what the mafia would do was say, I did you a favor, now you're going to do me a favor. Now you're going to go play at my casino for free or you're going to tell your mates to come play at this casino. You know what I mean? 
Yeah. That's it. Yeah. They didn't control the industry. Like the industry was the music entertainment business was never It was a stronghold. They like Because it was yeah. fundamentally against their principles of being seen kind of, the black hand under yeah. the fucking radar. You don't yeah. ever talk about the mafia. You don't ever admit to the mafia. You don't wear It doesn't exist. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't yeah. exist. It, it's fucking it's a close society that you just you you just wear very plain suits you don't go out to nightclubs you don't try to get press you don't get you know what I mean you don't draw any attention to yourself yeah so um yeah so that's how it was all it was all about um relationship management I guess you'd say and then once you do a favor for them you get a bloke out of contract you then you just squeeze on him and say look I got you out of the contract so you're gonna go do this favor for me and he does it that's it Mm. That's it. That's when you could do that, and then but then they just swap that for lawyers. Now lawyers do that. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> yeah, now you just pay a lawyer to get you out of a contract, as opposed to paying a mafia guy to fucking threaten somebody. Yeah. Anyway, back on track. Chrissy thing then gets in his idea that he can manage a band. Good on him. Um, and so he agrees to pay for a studio time for a band that um, Adriana. This kid's just looking for something. eh? it was yeah. like a script. Anything. Like a, yeah. Anything. Anything he just, yeah. and just wants to get. It doesn't necessarily want to. He doesn't want to get out. He just wants to make a name, really, isn't it? Mm. Oh, fuck, you got Adriana, man. It's making a name for yourself, that's for sure. Oh my god, you know what I mean? Some blokes, I don't get. I don't get people sometimes because I don't know. When you think about it, right? Yeah. Well, you don't go out for fucking hamburger when you got steak at home. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Yeah. So this guy, if he just worried about his fucking, I don't know, I don't know, maybe it's a generational thing, but you just should always be worried about you're doing the best you can and then you get the... With what you got. Yeah, like... You get the the rewards later out of that. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. As opposed to always trying to leverage the next thing or jump ahead or, you know, level jump. Mm, That's just my opinion. Mm. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, he wants that uh, that quick notoriety. But like Tony Soprano is fucking forty. That, That's right. Yeah, exactly. Mentioned. You can't compare you to where like, like where you are to where Tony is. They even mention it that it's, you know yeah. that Carmella it's and Tony. It's night and day. That's right. Yeah, Camilla and Tony when they were first starting out had fucking nothing as well. You know what I mean? That's right. Yeah. You're just starting out in this game. Exactly. You got to understand the progression and your place, and it's not going to happen overnight. So you're not going to get the, the top job or the top, you know, it's not going to happen. Look, look, mate, as I said, you got Adriana. Fucking take the win, mate. Mm. Take the win. Don't worry about the rest. Mm, exactly. Um, so they have a sit-down or a meeting between the gangsters and the and Hesh because Hesh is, should be paying someone royalties or something. Um, yeah, I guess... Um, that meeting kind of goes okay, but then Chrissy steps up and kind of shows that he's with the the gruffer, and he's kind of going against. He's speaking out against the the family, which is a big no no. Yeah, as we all know. First of all, he shouldn't be speaking at all <laughs> in the meeting. That's right. <laughs> and, speak when spoken to. And secondly, the fact that he voices opinion against Hesh. Woo. And then they agreed that the lawyers were going to fucking do it. And then we go to the next scene about the fucking Kuzumanos and Melfi, and Melfi has a look at Tony's house. 
And then we go to the next scene where the rappers, <laughs> like, this is, I don't know, man, whatever, like, is. <sighs> <laughs> I don't know what to say, it's man. Pain- that's really what really happens in this episode. That's man. what I mean. It's really painful. You know, you know what this episode is for me. Yeah, you know, it's a perfect description of this episode for me. This is the episode where I'm having a like, I might be sick, which fucking always seem to be at the moment. But say you're sick and you're watching this in bed, like Sopranos. It's, it's You've just watched the episode before, which is Bocker, right? So you're in bed, you're just watching it. Yeah, okay. You're all nice and calm. Yeah, this is relaxing. This is the one episode which will put you to sleep. And it's always on in the background. You wake yeah, up. Yeah, this yeah, is yeah. the one that always puts me to sleep. 100%. Uh, yeah, this is like my comfort episode of falling asleep. So shit. Sorry, but it is. Nothing happens. It's so boring. <laughs> It's so fucking boring, man. It is so boring. Like honestly, it is so fucking lame. Um, I like how many more episodes do we have to see of fucking Chrissy getting put in this place. That's what I mean. And like, I don't. As I said, I don't. I don't really give a fuck about Hesh having to pay for old retro, like fucking like reparations, really, for like old jingles. Don't care about that. Really don't care. I really don't care about Tony going to golf and trying to fit in with the Joneses in the rich area. That really doesn't interest me. Um, so far, mate, Adrian and, and oh, that fucking shit band. Fuck me, dead. I know I'm skipping ahead, but God, that is a grind. Absolute Skip, grind. Skip. Absolutely. It's funny, though, when he tells them to, to snort more crap. Yeah, that's pretty killer. <laughs> that's, like, pretty that's funny. funny. That's actually pretty funny. Yeah. Um, um, but, yeah, yeah, you're not wrong, man. Like, it's not that interesting. Um, and it's not really that engaging. I mean, the plot just isn't – it's not there and it's not going – it doesn't they have any cut, I reckon they could have cut this, to be honest. Uh, yeah, I mean, okay, what does it do for the characters? It shows Chrissy is fallible. We knew um, that. We knew that, though. He's, um, what else? He's, um, idiotic. I don't know. Like, he just throws his hat in the ring to stuff he doesn't know anything about. Easily convinced, easily swayed. Um, indulges, indulges his wife, maybe, perhaps. Yeah. Not really. Yeah. I mean, I don't know, because it's kind of his idea. Um, I don't know. What else can you say? It's It doesn't really, it just makes Chrissy look... Not too bright, which he isn't. We kind of know at this stage anyway of the game, he isn't. Yeah. Um, but, like, Chrissy had, like, his – in this season, right? Say, obviously <clears> – like, <throat> obviously, some episodes, characters shine. He had his fucking shine moment in the Legend of uh, Tennessee Malta yeah. Right, yeah, that, that, that was his episode. I don't think he needed one here. Hesh has how, how kind of had his day in the sun with the – with, like, his little moments, like – so, A, with Junior, like, he had his little moment there where he kind of, you know, so you knew get some, got some new, no hash. And also, he had the other moment with um, uh, the other Hasidic Jews, like, when he, you know, make lock and moil kind of thing. Like, yeah, so yeah, yeah. he has his moments. He, like, so you don't need to rehash hash, per se, like, in here. Uh, 
Yeah. So that fast 10 times, mate. Rehash, hash, rehash, hash. Yeah, I know. Yeah. You like that one. But, <laughs> I, yeah, I really think, considering there's 12 episodes, I know it's not a long season, but I reckon they could yeah. cut this one. Um, I don't disagree. Um, I think what it kind of does show is... I was, gonna, I was gonna. I was literally about to make an argument about Tony and how he has he has aspirations. Like, there's a parallel that they're both trying to be better, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. All both, right. And yeah. they're both and they're both trying to um, strive for um, development and progression in in sort of different sort of areas that yeah. they're not accustomed to. So, Chrissy wants to break into the music business, be a rapper, yeah, be cool, be hip, whatever, and um, Tony is trying to break into the uh, elite sort of wealthy yeah. New Jersey society of get um, stock tips and stuff like stock that. Stock tips, yeah. playing golf, going on yachts, yeah. hanging out with doctors, lawyers, talking shit about just nothing in particular. Mm. Um, I can see it. I like. I I can see a parallel. It, but fundamentally, that's not interesting. But we like, could... it just isn't. It just really isn't. It doesn't show achieve in my opinion anything any great insight other than to know that these people um not i don't know what's the word like that that they're not happy with their lot in life i don't know that they're just trying to i don't know that maybe they're trying to break away from being who they are or trying to find something new to break up the monotony i don't know what it is but it's just i don't know it's just it's too like when you've got such shit on the table, like when you've got a background of um, Junior wanting to start a war, thinking about starting a war, or yeah. that shit, you know what I mean? When that's on the back burner, and you yeah. let's, imagine, let's take you back to 1999. You're what, yeah, exactly. You're watching episode by episode, Every week, week by week. Yep, yep, yep. You've got a little red rocket, mate. You can't wait to watch this. You know, yep. you stay up till 9.30 on yep. a Monday on Channel 9 because, you know, your Sopranos yep. are on. Your parents kind of let you watch it, but not really, but... You know, you can get away yeah. with it. And you get you sit on the couch. Yeah. You watch it and you get this. You'd be like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's actually a good point. Like, to put it like that, if you're watching it, yeah, from the, you're watching it with brand new eyes, you know, you're thinking back, fuck. That'd be as bad as disappointing as fucking, like, Father into Toller's fucking storyline. <laughs> well, it's about as disappointing as Game of Thrones season eight. Like, it's just, <laughs> it's like, what are you doing? Why are you? Why are we? Ta- why are we going down this rabbit hole? Like, yeah, what, what, how so is this close. helping the narrative? How is this helping the narrative at all? It episode isn't. ten, episode ten, we're so close. Yes, exactly. So, um, and you're dishing up. They're basically dishing up fucking pasta with sauce and salad on the same plate. <laughs> oh, whoa, whoa, that's <laughs> what they're doing here. This is pasta. This is the pasta salad of Sopranos. This episode, for fuck's sake. <laughs> I don't know. I look. I. I I got nothing else to say because really, at the end of the day, <laughs> neither achieve what they want, um, and they both kind of get shown up, don't they? Yeah. Hmm. That's it. Oh, this is like. <laughs> That's it. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's not worth it. It really isn't. Um. Uh. 
what happens at the end? Does Hesh and then Bracket do? I don't know. Maybe I think it goes to court. I don't know. Um, they never do anything about it. Like, like they never, just don't ever bring it up again. Yeah, I, I really think this. Yeah, like the uh, what ends up happening? Like then, you know they they talk. I don't. I actually don't think they do. Um, finish the plot with that with Hesh. Do they? I can't remember. Um, but. It, they, uh, it's implied that they go to court, though, right? It's what? It's implied that they take him to court. Oh, okay. Is that yeah? Because is that the pool? Remember, is that what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Fuck, Adriana the server in her underwear. I know. In her lingerie, getting changed is just too good. Man. Even when she's in the bathrobe and she's all like nothing on, no makeup, she's still hot. Mm. Too good. <laughs> I, I do. I do like the. In in terms of the keeping up with the Joneses, I love how they like uh, the um, the three guys like try to talk with Tony about the mafia, like and they're yeah. all they're, they're, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because like that's what you'd be like if yeah. you had a mafia guy there, like, and you knew. But then I love how they kind of know when not when it's got a bit too yeah. far. The whole shit. It. Yeah, I mean, it's like, oh, look, it's funny. Tony kind of gets, at least he gets his, he, the difference is that Chrissy doesn't know when he's getting played, right? Yeah. Because he keeps sinking money into this this project that's going nowhere. Yeah. But then Tony kind of sees the writing on the wall and then he decides to get a bit of revenge. He's smart enough to get a bit of revenge on him by giving him that package of nothing. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I yeah. guess that's the difference between Tony and Chrissy is that they can see, they, they can, you know, they can see see the shit in the smoke if that makes yeah. sense so, you know yeah, what I mean? yeah. like Tony can really at the end of the day he can read people and he can read situations and that's why and, he is where he is like yeah and that and sometimes that comes at just time that's what Chrissy this was saying earlier that's what Chris doesn't get he needs more time to understand like it takes time to be that person where you can read people you know when you're getting played you know so and they can um and he has a bit of fun with people at the end of, at their at their expense. You know, he like he feels like he was made to be a dickhead, so he's gonna get he's gonna get something back. You know, what I mean? yeah. He gets even, and he gets even in a way that is um, pretty crafty. It's not a you know he just gives yeah. him a fake box. And yeah, onto this. it's not like yeah you beat him up. You know, mm. that kind of that kind of way. Yeah. Um. But I mean, fundamentally, there's not really a lot of substance to this plot other than. Um. Yeah. Other than that, sort of what we just discussed. Um. I mean, fuck. This is only been going for like fucking fifteen minutes. We're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna get the listeners some fucking something worth their time, eh? All right. Um. Poor. Do you have a favourite moment? Maybe from. But <laughs> honestly, but that's like a fucking creep and mentioning you are a fucking creep mate who are you kidding mate mentioning fucking adriana again I'm, i can't i can't mention her again but um the opening's pretty good um probably you know, the warning they sent to those mar- the the drug guys to stay the fuck away from nilk um ports they, they belong to the sopranos that's pretty cool um yeah, and the, what they do with the winnings, I guess, is also pretty good. How like Tony stock market and yeah, yeah, like Chrissy buys dresses for Adriana or whatever, or he spends his money in the record studio, I guess. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah. Look. Oh, fuck. Really? <laughs> oh, okay. oh, God, this is so bad. So this isn't our strongest episode. Do you give us weak content to talk about? We're gonna give you a weak fucking podcast. Mate. I can't, I can't even. Talk, we can't even talk about food because there's no fucking food in here. We're gonna talk about nah, shit. No you know what I mean? Yeah, mate. Isn't that all we can talk about? Shit music. All right, you know what? Fuck it. That's the that's the uh, that's the episode. <laughs> but oh, let's talk about something else. You, um, did you see that the Sopranos, the many states in Newark, has finished uh, filming? Yes, I did hear that during the week. Correct. And, um. It's a wrap. As such, we still don't have any indication of of who's playing who yet. Um, so, quiet, hey? I'm just going to look up some news on the internet right now, and I'm going to talk about it with you, right? <laughs> <laughs> just for another ten minutes to give you guys some fucking I don't know some substance. Know, a bit of beef for this. At least give us something to fucking. Yeah, because I feel a... like I don't, I don't want to shortchange you guys. Come on, yeah, come on. Um. <laughs> Yeah, it's a lot of, a lot of rap news. So, um, when, when's actually, when's it planned to come out, though? Now that it's next finished. Year. Next, next year. Next year. Okay. Yeah. Like, this time next year. Wow. So, um, I'm going to try to find who's playing who. So, it's going to have, it's going to have Chris's dad, Maldasanti, in it. Yeah, okay. Um, He's in it. It's going to have, who else is in it? It's going to have, obviously, Young Sopranos. Tony Soprano, Michael Gandolfini. He does look heaps like his dad. He, he does, hey. In the face, you can see it. Yeah. He probably doesn't have the body, the same sort of towering sort of demeanor, but he has that body. Because I remember um, the first thing, when it first got announced and they showed the original photos of him, mm-hmm. I was like, ah, oh, fucking. Like, you don't you don't have to look like Tony to play Tony. Like, let's mm-hmm. get that off. But I was like, oh, he doesn't really look like his dad. And then mm-hmm. slowly, as, they, as these photos came out from... Um, from the from shooting, man, he was just like he's got that identical. Oh, then that eye thing, like that squinty eye look mm. that he had. Oh man! So Looks good. Ho- hopefully the boy can act. So um, so we got Alessandro Nivola playing Dicky Moltisanti, and this cunt has been in some of the worst movies ever, like um, Jurassic Park three. <sighs> Uh, face off. I don't. Like, face off gets love, but I don't really like face off. I don't really yeah. yeah, it great. it gets a lo- a bit too much love. Yeah. Um. Oh, he's, he's American Hustle. No shit. So I'm. I could not put a face to this guy. You probably can't. Um, Who, who's that? The guy playing the uh, Motosanti. Oh, I just got it up there, Alessandro. Yeah, Alessandro. <laughs> Alejandro. And then we got um ah oh, so John Berthnall is playing Johnny Boy Soprano. I didn't know that. Nice. That's a good. That's a fucking good fucking. Nice. Why couldn't you just make this into a TV show though? Surely oh. Netflix would have been all over this. Fucking HBO would have been all, all over. HBO would have been all over. Doesn't make any sense. You making a movie, man. Like, why not make a TV? Because oh, he, he's too old. He couldn't be fucked. That has to be it. Um. Vera Famiga, Vera Famiga, that's how you say no, Famiga, Famiga, is playing Olivia, she's a bit of a... Where are you looking at, are you on IMDB? No, mate. Huh? No, mate. No, okay, you're on your special fucking... She was in the, the, um, uh, The the Departed, she plays the love interest. Yeah, no, she's good. Yeah, she's a good actress. Ray Liotta, who knows what he's... He looks like... Have you seen Ray Liotta lately? Oh, man. It's not... That's not Ray Liotta. 
His face is fucked it's up. It's not him, man. He's been fucking pumped. It's like he's been pumped up, man. Dude, he's all puffy so from the drug, from the drink and the cocaine. Botox, and the his bro- eyes yeah. are closed. His nose is fucked up. I reckon his nose has caved in on itself. Yeah. So he need to do fucking... Um, like rhinoplasty to fucking open it up again. He's had he's he's had the the surgery where you pull back the skin, and that's why his <laughs> mouth looks all fucked up. He looks like a fucking puppet. That's I oh know he looks fucked up. Uh, Corey Stoll, he's pretty good. He's been in some shit. Um, he is he good. In, yeah. What was he in? He was in Ant Man, and he was in. Um, now he was in that uh, House of Cards. House of Cards, the, the good seasons. Yeah, no, the yeah. first season he was good in that. Uh, Billy Magnuson. I don't know what he is, but he's he's been in some shit too. So there's got some like these guys aren't listed as anything. I was gonna, yeah, I know that's what I'm looking at now as well. Yeah, so I mean, but pretty it's not, like solid it's pretty cast, decent, solid. Not not really. I mean, not really superstar names, but I mean, then again, Sopranos didn't have any when it first came out. That's right. Yeah, yeah. So I reckon this story is going to involve Dicky Montesanti getting killed. That's my theory, and it's going to flesh out that. There's a lot to do in Because you know how they mentioned the land. war and they say, oh, he brought the war to them? Do you remember that? Dickie? Yeah. Ooh. No. Do you remember that, Blue? Oh, come <laughs> on, mate. You're on a fucking podcast about Sopranos. When? How his dad was famous because he brought the war up there to wherever the fuck he had, Rhode Island. I don't know what the fuck. I don't know. He brought the war to the door. Know the story before you fucking chastise me, bloke. All right? Fuck. Listen. Listen, mate. I'm not the fucking details guy. You're the details guy. I'm the fucking. Oh, I'm the nothing guy, bro. Right? <laughs> I'm the guy that puts this up on the fucking website for five people to listen to. Oh. <laughs> All right. But um, I can't remember what episode. Whether it's the one where he gets in to kill the cop, or um, the why. I gotta look this up now because now you're fucking. So, now you're driving me crazy, but you not knowing this is driving wait, me crazy. Oh, you're looking at that. I'm gonna make you even more confusing. So the premise of this movie, right, is we the new this shit. No, I'm talking to you, dickhead. Oh yeah. The premise of this movie, right, is the riots of Newark, right? Is it? Which is, yeah. Oh okay. And that I told you how. <laughs> I was looking at, uh, they released some uh, footage from shooting. Mm. Someone filmed the the riots, the, all the streets were banged up from the 70s and that. But it was based on, like, say, black Americans having riots, right? Because I even noticed in the IMDb, they just had, like, a dude's name, dude actor's name, and he was playing a Black Panther which is that obviously that social, black American social movement back then, right? How does this tie into the mafia? This is what I'm trying to tell you, mate. So I'm asking you, dude. This is what I'm trying to tell you, mate. It doesn't. I don't know. Who knows? I don't know. It's for the fucking right, Dave Chase to figure out. I don't know. That's what I mean, man. I don't get it, man. Um... Because it's like... Okay. It's like, remember, you know, in that flashback... Here you go, you fuck... So Tony Soprano remembers Dickie as a stand-up guy and describes <laughs> a lot of his positive qualities to Christopher. Dickie once took on a whole crew from New England and brought the war home to their turf. So there you fucking go, all right? So that's what I'm thinking. This is what that this movie's about. nothing to me at all. <laughs> I'm telling you, dude. Well, 
Okay, when were the Newark riots? The fuck? Uh, it's in that flashback episode with um, Beaver Boy, remember? That we just year? talked about a couple episodes ago. 50s and 50s, dude. 1967. That's the one. I told you it was the 50s. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the Newark riots in 1967. So this is obviously set in the 60s, okay? Yeah. Okay, so fucking it's set in the 60s. That's too early for Tony, isn't it? This would mean. That's way too early for Tony. Yeah. Because if this is 99, because that's what it's set in. Uh huh. That's fucking 32 years. So if he's 16. No, they make Tony 40 or. He's got, he's got to be 48 when the Sopranos come around. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, was my dad 40? My dad was in his 40s when I was in high school. Yeah. Was he 48, though? I don't think so. No, mine was, but I'm, I was the last one. Maybe. Yeah, all right. My, I think it's still a touch too... A touch too... Because they have that flashback, and he's a little kid. Mm. And he says, don't go... Mm-hmm. Yeah, we talked mm-hmm. about this, didn't we? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they're fucking with the timeline, David Chase. You fuck. That's if it is, but I'm pretty sure it's based on this. A lot, not well, based on, not based on it. I shouldn't say based on it, but it's in the background, the time period of these Newark riots, which are predominantly black influenced. Well, they are. All so them. I don't. Hold on, hold on. When was fucking James Gandolfini actually born? He was born in 1961. Yeah, that doesn't... Nah, no, no bueno, mate. 1966, <laughs> 1961. Yeah, oh, he could have been 15. All right, okay. Yeah. 15. Yeah, okay. But he looks older than a 15-year-old. How old was James, his son? Oh. Michael. How old was Michael? 19. Yeah, okay. So Michael's playing a 15-year-old. Okay. Yeah, fair enough. Okay, so now I'm just going on to... Okay, my point is this, though. I've just gone on to NewJersey.com, right? <laughs> and that's nah, because it's got... We got onto the set of the Many Saints of Newark, the Sopranos prequel, see the first photos, and it's just... Yep, so there's all right, right stuff, Soul Brother written on, like, walls, mm. a lot of... Uh, a lot of black dudes in 60s, 70s, yeah, got old school cop cars, black and white cop cars in streets that are just wrecked, rioted. Yep. Yep. So it's definitely a, something to do with that. Yeah. Yeah. This is the riot. They've just shown all these pictures from the riots. Anyway, that's... So the riots are in 67. Yeah. Santi is meant to have died in the 70s. This is entirely plausible. So yeah, what I'm okay. I'm thinking is that this is about Dickie Montesanti and that war he did with New England. Yeah, and okay. And Dickie Santi... And he'll die. On my, oh, no, he won't, yeah. Possibly. He could die. He could die, yeah. He's not going to be... Yeah, that's right. And then, and then how um, that sort of ties... Um, I'm worried he's going to be rushed now thinking about it. It's going to be fucked. It's not going to be... It's going to be look, rushed. It's going to be rushed. It's not going to be fleshed out like a good story should be. 
Because movies aren't. Movies very rarely. Um, oh, fuck. Even yeah. if, they just, if they just did a six-episode series. Hmm. Yeah, but HBO would fuck that up, too. They fucked up with Game of Thrones. They got to... HBO let the people have too much... When they go into a hit, like Sopranos, they kind of let the, the, the showrunner do whatever they want. Mm-hmm. And they should say... They should have more influence over things. Like, they should have fucking said, Oi, season eight of Game of Thrones... You're doing fucking 10 episodes because we want to milk this fucking thing for as much yeah, as Yeah, yeah. And, and you're doing another season after episode, <laughs> after season eight. And, all right? and you fuck. Fuck if your you Star like Wars. It, we'll, take it over, we'll take it over <laughs> and we'll get someone else to fucking finish this thing. <laughs> you think no one wants to write season nine? Dude, you know there's, I mean? fucking, there's a line you know up I mean? outside the fucking door just to write fucking season nine. We're Go writing the checks here, cunt. You fucking <laughs> fuck do what you. we tell you. Fuck your Star Wars. Get the fuck out of here. You know what I mean? Um... I was going to say, that's what I reckon the story is going to involve Dicky Montesanti dying because it forms a pretty um, impression, big impression on Tony. It kind of, something's going and to obviously John, where, And obviously John, uh, what's his name? Johnny Boys. Yeah, Johnny Boy involved. It'll be him. How and Berthold's obviously a big actor. Like, yeah. you know, he'd have a, pro, you know, pro, a prominent role. I wonder who's playing Junior. Yeah. Ooh. And um, and I think um, yeah, it's going to show Tony obviously getting involved in that world and bonding him to he probably he probably follows Chrissy Montesanti around a lot. Mm. Then he probably meets Carmela through him because they're cousins, they're called jeans. You talking about Dicky? No, I'm talking about oh. fucking. Oh, sorry, yeah, uh, Tony, because Tony, you remember? Yep. So Dicky is cousins with Carmela. Um, fuck, you know, you know, <laughs> the son looks like bloody. With that mop hair, he looks like that dude from No Country for Old Men. Yeah, no shit, he's a psycho. <laughs> he's actually taller than AJ, and he's taller than Meadow. Who? His this son, young kid. Michael. Michael. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, that's my theory. That's what I think is going to happen, mate. There's no, there's no hard evidence backing that up. But other, realistically, what other story could they tell? Yeah. What are you going to tell? What, what the fuck can you tell? In a movie, really? Like, what can you say in a movie? Nah, it's, it's not with this kind of... Yeah, I, uh, the more I think about it, the more I'm not... <laughs> no, I'm going to... Oh, fuck, I'm going to be... Fuck, I'm going to be disappointed. Shit. Shit, man, fuck. Fuck. Shit, my shit. Shit, my shit. Um, What comes out next year? It's good that we have a Sopranos pod. We can talk about this... Um. As uh, that's this is it. There's no more. I got nothing else to say. No, no, that's it. no. Look, we <laughs> talk about this. That's enough. <laughs> um, Fuck. Sorry for this episode, but yeah, you know, you get what you're given, mate. It's for free. Um, as always, you can find us on Twitter. You can find us on SoundCloud, iTunes. Rah rah rah. Um, we'll get better next week. We'll get next better. week. We got next a doozy episode. of an episode. Next week is um, one of I'd say. Mm, not, the, not the best. I wouldn't, I wouldn't go far as saying it's the best. But it heats up a lot. So, um, yeah, stay tuned. As always, thanks for listening and until next time.